Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to The Real Time with Kimberly Marie and Bianca Rachel. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back, y'all. How you doing, Miss B. Rochelle? Man, let me tell you, I could could complain for days, but I'm going to say I'm here. I'm in good health. I'm highly blessed and favored. So, shit, I'm all right. (laughs) Look, long as you're breathing at this point in, in life, at this stage right here, as long as you're breathing and you and you want a free, you Man, you like let me tell you, you got it's another crazy. These states are shutting back down. I see good old Houston bringing well, in on that good shutdown again. Well, I see that the uh, mayor Sylvester Turner is requesting at least a two week shutdown. Yep. Greg Abbott, who knows what his with his. But you know stuff. what? I, I said this once, and I'll say it again. People who have uh, Maytag tendencies really get on my nerves. Uh, Abbott got Maytag tendencies because, see, you was wrong and you was listening to to Fuckboy on Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, And then you saw that this disease, as we had already said, this virus has no area code or racial discrimination. It just comes and says, up. I feel a little comfy in your lungs. Cough, cough. And then yeah. you wanted to get with it. So now you talking like, oh, well, if we would have just had masks and maybe we shouldn't have opened up the bar so soon. But sir, that was your doing. You're the one who said we didn't need the mask, sir. Yep. Because when they tried to tell so. you in Texas, when the judge got on TV and she was making masks mandatory, saying that like you would get a $1,000 fine if you didn't have it, you literally got on, not even 24 hours, got on TV and was like, that's impossible. You let that um lady out of jail who was sentenced. Uh, you, I think, over overruled the judge and let her out. And, yep. you know, so you have to take accountability and responsibility for what you have done. So that's all I, you know. Hmm. But let's just I see. Mean, it, it's, it's crazy. It, it is very, when you got Maytag tendencies, it catch up to you. Look, he got something. But just moving on, y'all, we do want to, before we get into our, you know, discussions and start talking about and calling everybody out, we want to send some really, like, condolences. Yeah. I mean, it's really crazy. First, we want to send condolences to Nelson Mandela, um, Nelson Mandela daughter. I mean, oh, but you know what? To, to come from, I think she was like, what, 56, I want to say, 55, 56. But just to be... Um, uh, the the child of Nelson Mandela. I know she had to have a lot of strength, you know, yeah. just because. I mean, when your when when your daddy is like that courageous and like literally what was in prison for all those years and still making change and still came out and you know right. still the had a positive effect and you y'all was locking him up to to think y'all was doing harm, but he still made moves, still mm-hmm. made life changing you know things that we see to this day so i mean oof, that's a great loss though yeah so we so we do send our condolences to the mandela family and you know look she's up there with her father they dancing they having a good time they talking to martin and malcolm and they you know having a revolutionary conversation that i wish I could just get a little peek in. Like, let me get a little, let me get a little peek in. Let me get a little peek in. 
and see what's going on. Uh, okay, you know, you know, that's a fire conversation. Also, shout, uh, uh, we're going to send our condolences out to John Travolta. His wife, Kelly Preston, died this week due to cancer. <sighs> like we always say, fuck cancer. Yeah. Cancer is she so terrible. Battle too. She did a good fight. Mm-hmm. Two years battling. So yeah, I just wish like uh, I just I you know so many men man made. We don't know. I don't really know exactly where cancer comes from because I didn't do my research hardly on cancer. But I just wish some of those like I just hate to see people die because that way you know cancer yeah. and just just suffering like that and you know I just I honestly just and send it's my- such a cancer. I've seen. I've experienced cancer from my grandfather to a friend's mom to mm-hmm. an aunt to a mother to a great aunt. I, you know, I've seen so like many, I'm sure, who have been who had people who have, uh, have had cancer. Like it's such a such a vicious disease, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like sometimes you want to be like, oh, we can, you know, we're gonna battle this and get through it. But then sometimes you hate to say that because. You know, like you don't know. Like I remember being a kid watching my my grandfather uh, die from cancer. That was like one of the worst things. And then you know, I watched my friend's. Uh, well, I guess it was my friend's godmother at this point in life. Uh, it, it was it was crazy. I mean, cancer is uh, it's unforgiving. So my yes, heart, it is. My deepest condolences go out because to to battle it and survive it is one thing but even just to battle it and you know give it hell while you can is a whole nother and so that's something very admirable and you know they she was a great woman and I know her family will miss her and it's just that my condolences really that yes it really is because um I know for my my grandma my dad's mom she Got into remission. She was doing good for a cu- for a while, a couple of years, and then she ended up getting cancer back, and that's when it was just like, you know. But I will say she did a she ran a great life, my um grandma. So I like you said, it, it's really is vicious because it can literally be one night you're up, and then literally the next you know day, not even twenty four hours, the next day, you know, twelve hours, you just down and you know it's it's really is a vicious disease so but you know what like you said she had a great fight she had two strong and she had you know it's it's great when you get that time because it, at that when you know two years your family is there even more loving on you and caring for you and making sure you know that they that you know and i'm pretty sure i hope hopefully but i'm pretty sure she did get her flowers while she was while here. she was here yeah mm-hmm. so that i really did uh that's one thing that we have to make sure because sometimes when people pass just like the next one we're going to it can be just sporadic and you don't even know it and you wish you could have just said i love you more you wish you could have just said you know, maybe you could have answered that phone call that you ignored because you were, you know, tired and didn't want to talk. And you could have, you know, it, it just makes you think, honestly, when, because when I had a friend who passed literally out of nowhere, it was just like, man, I wish I would have just texted him more. I wish I would have, you know, laughed at a Facebook post more. I wish we just would have connected just so much more. And I know how that feeling must feel. And I know how the parents, uh, well, Naya's mom, um, must feel right now and her son. But from what I hear, the police said that Naya, Naya, uh, what, Navera, they said that, um, 
the tides were strong in the ocean that she was uh, had her boat in, and they said that she basically died saving her child. You know, and I mean that's what uh, you think about it. That's what a mother is really, you know, he, does. They they die. They would literally die for their children, and to just know that you know she died doing what she uh, saving the person that yeah, she loved the most. The most, yep. You know, it's really honorable and. I just honestly send my prayers out to her mother because I know she went to this and her brothers. I know they went out to the site. I saw pictures of them and they were praying and hoping yeah. and wishing. And I honestly was praying that she would be found. Maybe she would have, you know, sailed off and got like, I honestly was hoping that she got sailed off into another, you know, little island and that she would be saved. But right. You know, I mean, well, they, I was just glad they found her body because I mean, I know it's not the same, but on some level, it's still bringing you know her back to them, and they can have a proper burial for her and maybe get some type of closure. Obviously, it'll never be the same as having her there because I mean, no mother ever wants to bury their kid, so that that's really hard. But I am glad they found her, and, and I do give kudos to the the rescue teams because they were mm-hmm. on top you know they yes. uh, most times though just be like oh we didn't find them and call it off but they were actively going at it and you know i don't know if it's because of her status or not but i do commend them for staying on top of it and i you know for her mom saying no one way yes. or another you are going to find my baby yes like, that's one thing i really do uh give respect to is the search and rescue team who really went hard making sure they found her because like you said to even if they pass at least you have a body to bury because if if you never get a body and they just say well maybe you know she probably died in a seat it's always going to be a what if in the back of your mind right so to have that body and be able to send her to peace to rest and for her son to be able to send her to rest you know and i really do wish nothing but greatness upon that little kid because while we are worried about the mother you know to know that and I don't know how old he is. I, I, I from the pictures I've seen, he's very young. And between I don't like know. Three and, I think he's three, or if not, he's between the age range of three and five for sure. Yes, because he looks very young. So I know that I don't want him to have that guilt, you know, that, oh, she that you know, saving me. And, oh, man, this is a lot of pressure. Because we just we just really honestly have to keep him in our prayers, The uh, her son. And, you know, at the end of the day, I hope that he realizes his mom is nothing but a hero in this whole situation. She's, you know, his biggest hero. And literally, that's just love, pure love to be like, get on the boat. I'm willing to die for my child, you know? It's been a rough, uh, what seems like a rough week, honestly, Mm because with all these passings and then you turn around and hear that the cases of coronavirus are obviously not improving in the United States, and then you now have to worry about sending kids back to school because some states are saying they have to go back and they won't even pretend to offer the online classes so that the kids can make up their decision or the parents can, you know, make a decision. You know, it's a well, lot. Well, side note, did you hear about Orange County? 
Did you hear about Orange County, California? Now, we all know that the California, their cases are kind of rising and all that stuff. Well, Orange County, California, shout out to them for being the stupidest people. Um, They basically said they will be opening their doors for school and they will not be having no masks, no social distancing. Yeah, I'm not saying there's no social distancing, there's no masks required because, um, I don't know, for whatever reason they decided or deemed what deemed it okay they're just kind of like well if you get it you get it and if not you don't but the craziest thing is i don't have kids um i have a lot of friends who have kids but i at least know enough to know every school year there is that one child who comes and gets the whole damn classroom sick Mm-hmm. there is there's that one it's, it's not even me being an asshole there's one kid that comes not saying their parents intentionally send them to school sick but you know they got a little cough cough or some little itchy nose and it either turns into pink eye or it's the stomach bug or it's like yep. good old 24 hour stomach flu and then there's always uh the ear infections that go around the strep throat you know so like your teachers are exposed to way more than what they would be if they were just at home or, you know, just minding their business on an online class, just teaching them, you know, like, yeah, you yeah. can still get it. But we know kids get sick. And anybody who knows knows that kids, they, they're like germ magnets, honestly. They, they really are. Everything. One kid yeah. gets sick. The whole, like you said, one kid gets sick. The whole, I don't mean the teacher gets sick and everything. But my whole thing is I'm reversing it and telling you this. What about the teacher who dates who's dating a doctor or married to a nurse or married to a doctor or married to somebody in the medical field who's a janitor at the hospital and all this stuff and they get the coronavirus and bring it back to their students because they're not showing any symptoms they ain't symptomatic but this is my thing when i hear people say well it's only about a 0.3 percent death uh casualty rate why are we okay with kids dying so that this economy can flourish Live. yeah I, I i don't understand why we would be okay as human beings if y'all keep saying that the children are the future wouldn't you want them to live and my whole thing is it's not like the parents are literally saying and, and, and this is the only parents i really honestly see saying let's send them back to school you know are are the stefford wives if you are a stay-at-home if you are a stay-at-home mom or dad if you are a stay-at-home mom or dad how would it hurt you to have your kids telework you know tele telecommunicate from home well i mean i just have i was gonna ask that like i have to ask like what is it because the kids are annoying but then you'd have to admit that you have annoying kids like <laughs> i mean like, every I parent knows they got annoying kids well, I, I mean it's annoying in general like they every kid seriously goes through that phase where they're just like god i have such an annoying kid and then i think when the kids get older they're like god i have such an annoying parent but but no, i don't think but hold on just side note i don't think kids ever get annoyed i mean i think we know that we still annoy our parents like, I don't think you stop annoying your parents. I think your parents just look, every, like, every now and then, your parents just look at you and be like, oh, Lord, Lord Jesus. They have I to say, like, a silent But I'm sure now that we're adults, it's neck and neck. So, like, just as my mom probably like, God, Bianca getting on my nerves. I guarantee you, at least one, twice in that day, I was like, damn, Greta getting on my nerves. <laughs> so, I feel like it's even. But, I mean, 
I say all that to be like, you really can't tolerate your kids in the house to keep other kids or a teacher safe, you know, like you really just want to push them out of the house. Now I do sincerely have concerns and I've said this before about the kids who, you know, are in very bad, like abusive relationships or like some type of domestic or alcoholism or, you know, uh, abuse where they, they use school as their outlet because now they don't have a place to hide to and escape to. Now they're constantly in that household with that abuser. And that's unfortunate. And I think something needs to be done on that. So maybe like those are the kids who, you know, like they could ask the teachers like, hey, are you okay? If, you know, we did some research, we think X, Y, and Z kids should come back into the school. But the rest, you know, if your parents are okay with it, stay at home and let's do like social distancing and schooling that way. Cause I just think that's the only way it's going to happen. Yeah. I, to me, I, I, I want to honestly round up the parents who are like, yes, let's send the kids back and do a round table because I want to honestly know why you would even be okay. And I'm not talking about the states who have beat the curve, but even if you have beat the curve, you have to honestly wonder, like to me, it should be like a certain time frame of no coronavirus cases, no deaths, and all this stuff to even have kids go back to school. And honestly, to be honest, what is this vaccine? I say that with quotation marks coming out because I know y'all gonna run out there and take it, and y'all gonna do all y'all things, but at least have some kind of vaccine. I say, again, I say with quotation marks out, or have some kind of like handle on it. It's different when we see what. France and Italy and all the and can, even Canada they literally closed their borders and they're like only only Canada Canadian citizens or if we have to do business can come into Canada because we don't need you all sickness and they literally said we love Americans but we don't love corona and my whole thing is if we don't have a curve on this disease at all, it's not looking like we're going to have a curve anytime soon because we have a dummy in office, literally a clown in chief. We have this clown in chief in office who had to literally finally wear his mask and it was trending. It was a trending topic. It was all over the news and everything. Oh my God, Donald Trump wears a mask. I mean, why do you have to be that incompetent that when you wear a mask, it's it's news, it's newsworthy. It's groundbreaking. Well, and then he was, you saw, well, I don't know if anyone saw, but you saw he was beefing with Fauci. Like, Dr. Fauci has really gone above and beyond, whether you agree or disagree with his previous works or anything of that nature. He has been very on top of this virus. And yes, he's given his opinions, but I will say everything he has said, we have seen come to light. You know, he said we were moving, some states were moving too fast and they might regret it. That is now happening. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's told people, do not go out here and do what Donald Trump said and, you know, shoot up with li- uh, bleach and stuff. And we obviously, common sense. Hydrochloroquine and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, we see that's a dumb idea in general. Uh, but apparently, you know, you had to go and try it for yourself. But, you know, like, why are you, why are you arguing with someone who was actively trying to help the cause? It, it mm-hmm. just doesn't make any sense. And it just further shows that Donald Trump is uh, He's a moron. He is a moron. He's a moron. And and I honestly, again, I, we have said this a thousand, a thousand times. 
I don't understand how in November you can get on that ballot box and check his name with all of this that's going on. And I, I literally am in, I, I get all at you all for sitting right there being like, oh, he's not a racist. He's not this. He's not that. When we just, we, me and Bianca just heard the clip. We we went we of course of course we don't watch no interviews with Donald Trump because I mean Ooh, why would we want to watch an interview with Daffy Duck I mean and I'm sorry Daffy Duck I'm sorry I'm sorry clown because I, I shouldn't do Daffy like that Daffy didn't do nothing wrong to me I'm about to say yeah Daffy honestly he minds his business D- don't don't compare the orange man to to a good character come on now we have to be respectful of Disney's characters yes so we literally saw him get on. He was doing some interview. Uh, I think it was CBS Evening News or whatever. And the lady asked about George Floyd. And he came in and said, you know, yes, it was really bad, the killing of George Floyd and all that stuff. And then the lady asked him what literally everybody is asking right now. Why are blacks being killed at a significant rate by, at the hands of police? And he literally says, and so are white people. And so are white people. White people are actually getting killed more. That is really a dumb question to ask. That's a dumb question to ask. First of all, of course, more white people will be getting killed by the hands of police because more white people live in America. Like, do you not but understand how population works? It's so work? hard for people just to accept that Black Lives Matter. It's but not listen, saying all lives don't matter. No, but it's this is what I'm saying. If you do the percentage rise. Of the amount of black people living in America and them getting killed at the hand of police with a white person getting killed. It's literally a significant difference that black people are literally more targeted by police officers. It's the truth. A white person could be a man, a white man and a black man could be both walking down the street on both opposite sides of the street. And the black man could have a person in his hand and the white man could have a person in his hand. Who do you think the cops will stop and be like, is that your purse? Exactly. Is that your purse? And it could even be their purse. But it's the fact that why are you walking down this street with a purse in your hand? Just go. Get off the street with that purse in your hand. We already know it will be a black. We've literally all seen it in our lives. Like you said, it is not so hard to just be like, you know what? He could, and, and this is what I'm saying for the black people who tell me Donald Trump's not racist. Donald Trump loves black people and all this stuff. If he loved black people so much, why didn't he just say, you know what? That is something we are really working on because black lives do matter. Because what he did is went all lives matter. Right. <laughs> he really did an all lives matter type of deal. Did he not? I mean, he did. And that's my, that's my biggest issue with this black lives matter is Everybody is so fucking like, I, I don't want to say hateful, but I feel like it, it's got to be hateful because you can't acknowledge that black lives matter. You The first thing you want to say is, well, all lives matter. Okay, but it's not all lives that are constantly in a state of fear or panic or in danger. Like seriously, on an everyday basis, like small shit, going to get Skittles, getting pulled over for a quote unquote traffic stop. Like, mm-hmm. just stand up and acknowledge that Black Lives Matter. That's not saying that, Karen, your life doesn't matter. But if you come to me, I'm going to say to you, my life is slightly more important than yours, Karen, because I feel like sometimes you be on that fuck shit. But that's not the point. The point is, you need to admit Black Lives Matter. And if once people can start actually saying, yes, 
Black Lives Matter, we can have a conversation. Because while it's a lot of people saying it, I'm starting to get the feeling, and I said this last time too, that some people are saying it because they bowed it and they understand it and they're, you know, genuinely here to help. But I feel that many are saying it to one, keep their business intact, mm-hmm. or two, just to ride the trend. And black mm-hmm. people, once again, are not a fucking trend. Y'all take a lot of stuff from us. You like our music, our hair, our luscious lips, our curvaceous bodies and stuff. But this is not a trend. So if you want to be mad at anybody for all of this stuff that we have that, you, you know, other cultures feel the need to steal, you need to talk to your God. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's really who you need to go talk to. You need to, you know, maybe say a rosary or two and ask God for some clarification on why, you know, you're not us. Yes. Because, I mean... Like you said, we're not a we're not a trend. This is not a this is not any and this and let me tell you something. Now that when the media steps away from the Black Lives Mattering, this is when we will really see who's really with the cause and who just wanted a photo op. Because we know a lot of you went to the protest, so you can get it on TikTok, you can get it on Instagram, you can get it on Twitter, you can get it on blah blah blah. All these social media sites you was you know you wanted to go ahead and tell. But once all these cameras stop rolling, and once everybody and we're still marching and we're still saying Black Lives Matter. We will see who's with us because we all know this is political season. And when it's political season, everybody wants to be pro-black who's a, you know, Republican and Democrat. We want the black vote and we love black people. What do you mean? We have always fought for you all. Okay, we're going to really see who's fighting the cause when all the cameras stop rolling and it's time to get time for the nitty gritty. And, you know, because... Because until we, because y'all want to give us everything. Y'all want to sit right here and say, oh, in Texas, we're going to change the name of the master bedroom because we don't want to use the word master. Are you serious? Then you over here saying, you know, all these companies, we doing this, we doing that. Y'all giving us everything we want except for what we asked for. Y'all giving us all this stuff that we're like, oh, okay, cool, great. So when are you going to actually stop killing us, you know, uh, 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 so much more than you kill other races at the hands of police? When are you actually going to start arresting these cops when you have proof it shouldn't take us to go march and set buildings on fire and all this stuff then for you to be like you know what you right we're gonna arrest these cops we're gonna arrest these cricket yep. like it, 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 as soon as a cop commits a bad activity he should be arrested i mean that's what you would do for a citizen i mean and like now we y'all sitting right here that uh the march for Breonna taylor we're still we are now in july almost in august and still no arrest for Breonna taylor who died at the hands of a faulty, flawed, no-knock warrant because you all didn't even have the right address. And y'all just thought, you know, because black people can't live, they must be dealing drugs. So now you all arrested Portia Williams. You all arrested Yandy Smith. Y'all arrested Tamika. You all arrested all these black women who's literally on the front lines fighting for our rights because they were protesting. But yet you can't arrest the three officers who killed Breonna Taylor, but you all can arrest these people. You, you, you arrested over 100 people. They said over 100 people were arrested in Louisville. That's a shit. And you can't, all because you, you can't, can't arrest find the one that you're supposed to arrest. Thank the you. One, the one, but you didn't find, that's just like when your mom tells you, hey, go in the room and grab me the shoes. You pick up every other shoe but that one shoe, but you know mm-hmm. where the one shoe at because you, you know the shoe she talking about. 
anybody who got a black mama know what I'm talking girl upstairs and grab that shoe she ain't even gotta tell you you know hey go upstairs and grab that uh Dior shoe you know what shoe it is mm-hmm. but don't come back down here without that shoe because you know the next thing she gonna tell you is go upstairs and grab that switch <laughs> <laughs> and then she gonna tell you don't grab the small one because I'm gonna eat your ass up more go grab the thick one so yeah. you know you, you y'all y'all bullshit and y'all didn't grab the right switch so they had to show you i mean y'all didn't grab the right shoe so they had to show you in louisville what was up yeah and my whole thing is louisville it, 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 i'm being honest when i say y'all are being too nice to civilians there because it should not be this far into july and we got the get out you know, attorney general living his best life and y'all have to go in front of his house and be like, hey, you want to do, brother, literally brother, you want to do your job? Brother, you want to do your job? You you want to come out here and do your job? Because what happened if it was your mother? What happened if it was your yeah. sister who got a no-knock warrant? Oh, you'll be breathing on him. What if, well, we know it couldn't have been his wife because she's not one of us. <laughs> but I'm just saying, what if you, you know, you put down that tea glass and let that 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 flash from the camera really wake your ass up? Uh, it, it could easily, it could go so many different ways. That could be, you know, your daughter or something. You know, you, you just got to think, like, what if? Yep. And so that's what I'm getting at. You can, you know, y'all really got to maybe fuck some shit up. Like, honestly, like they not listening to y'all. Y'all being a little too cute over there in Louisville. It's time to get, you know, it's time to get that Malcolm in your blood. Y'all really was, y'all was trying not to get that Malcolm in your blood, but y'all gonna have to get that Malcolm in your blood. You're gonna have to get that in, in, in that veins, them veins, you're gonna have to slap them veins, get that Malcolm up in you because sometimes being a little too cute, it, it can't work because they not understanding us. But you know what? You know who did understand us? You know who did understand us? Kanye West. Uh, uh. Because we are definitely happy. Because my whole thing is, they said he dropped out. For those who don't know, Kanye, who was living on a, br- a brick, Kanye was running for president underneath the birthday party. He was going Because he said when he win, it was going to be a party. It was, well, it was gonna be a party. He said he was gonna run the White House like Wakanda. Now, if you was gonna win it like Wakanda, but you was gonna have Elon Musk as as one of your cabinet people, and you was gonna have a pastor out of Wyoming as your vice president. Now, I'm not. I never been to Wyoming. <laughs> never been to Wyoming. <laughs> But I don't. What's the population of black people in Wyoming? Like, are, are we just? I, you know, I don't see black people just being like, "I live in Wyoming." I, I would want to be like, "What?" Maybe we watch two different Black Panthers because uh, the Wakanda. He sounded like he was building. I clearly, I must have took a pee break in the middle uh, and missed that clip. Yeah, because I'm like, it sound like the Wakanda I, yeah. I was used to. You was going to be Wakanda with the first wife who, because Lapita Niago was the first, was his boo thing and, 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 and Black Panther. And I'm looking at Kim Kardashian and I'm looking at Lupita and, oh, oh I, I, you going to run it like what? 
What I mean, th- there was a lot of things to question there. Like I said, I, I clearly must have got up and just took a pee break in the wrong part. Of, you know, I missed it. So yeah, it was going to be a lot of what they call it colonizers in yeah. Wakanda. It was going to be a lot of colonizers in Wakanda. I, I, you know, but he didn't even get a chance to even get on the ballot. He didn't even get a chance to uh, that. Which is rightfully he- so. People have been putting in their nomination for you know the presidency. Since last year, and here you come thinking that your money is gonna buy you a special a way in, and you know, like you, 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 if you're gonna some things, okay, money obviously buys privilege and power and stuff, but some things you actually have to play by the book. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the world finally sees what happened when you know they let Donald Trump come in with his money, and we see where we at now. You know, so like yep. while Kanye was technically never really ever in the running, I'm glad that he did the right thing and didn't start trying to separate the vote because you were a let's be very clear, you a distraction. Were a distraction. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you honestly were, and that's that's not fair. And any other election, I might be like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know. But I think this election is probably one of the most important elections mm-hmm. we will ever face just because there is so much stuff going on and there is so much hate that is not appearing because it's always been there, but that is now more than ever so blatantly clear that it cannot be ignored and it cannot be, you know, reconstructed into something else. It is, it is hate. Yeah. And it's 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 something that needs to be combated. Yeah. And it's so much work that the next president yes, has to, to do, do yes to literally rebuild like world health health organization like are you serious like this the the stuff he was doing with canada and, and the taxes he was trying to do to canada and to build the wall in mexico like literally he has hurt and damaged so many relationships that now the next president has to come in and Okay, let's fix it up. Let's do all this stuff. Because let me tell you something. I'm pretty sure, well, as for me, I'm just going to be honest. Joe Biden was never my first pick as president. Are you kidding me? I'm like, I heard Angela Davis talking. I literally was agreeing with everything she said. Joe Biden was no, if he was your first pick as a black person, I'm shocked. But he was nobody's first pick. Not the, not really the young at all. Because of the, you know, we have the um, prison reform that he. I'm not saying well that yeah the prison reform yeah like yeah. he you know he is you know has to hold accountable he has to be held accountable to the stuff he has done, but when we look at our odds, it literally I'm doing the odds and I'm like I may not like it's and and I love it because somebody said you're on a deserted island right you're on a deserted island. And you have nothing, you, 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 it's just you. And it's a food that you absolutely hate, that you can't stand. It's not like you're allergic to it. You just can't stand it. But it's over there. For me, it's cucumbers. I cannot stand cucumbers. I hate, you know me, I hate cucumbers. But I'm on a deserted island and it's the only thing I have. It's a big ass cucumber tree. And it's the only thing I can eat to survive. Will I die? <laughs> or, or, those cucumbers. or will I have to suck it up? You know, and just hold my nose while I eat the cucumber. I'm not going to die. I'm going to eat the cucumber. And that's what we're, we're literally in a fight or flight situation. I can, I'm not 
a Joe Biden supporter. I've talked about him on this platform. I'm not, but guess what? I gotta eat the cucumber treat. I, I got to get my cucumber because I can't die. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I'm gonna die if Trump is president. But what I'm saying is, but you gotta pick your poison here. Yeah, you gotta pick your poison. And I don't want four more years of a man who does not know policies. And this is why I say, if we would have guidelines in place for you to even run for president, you got to meet this guideline. You got you have to have been. Well, in now, center. in all fairness, I think there was a guideline, but for people really? were tired. No, I do, and I think I honestly think people were tired of listening and looking at the same old politicians do the same corrupt shit. And you know, it's not really guidelines to run for president, right? It's not, but I think there's an unspoken guideline because you know you have to have some type of knowledge on world history. You have to have. He doesn't have none. (laughs) Trump doesn't have any knowledge. He didn't even know Puerto Rico was. He literally said, "Call your, call your president of Puerto Rico." <laughs> so he, well, I'm not I'm being funny, but he. I think that there was like an unspoken one, and then people got tired of politicians doing dumb I stuff. I don't think there was an unspoken guidelines. I'm sorry, I just don't believe because we have people in the past who have run for who's like faked run for president, and no, I, it's really not any guidelines to run for president because you don't hear about them because they're little bitty people. But we hear about those stories of people, oh, I ran for president and I didn't get, you know, even get 200 ballots on there. So there are people who run for president. They're they're like, literally, if Kanye West would have started the race early, he probably honestly could have made his own party called the birthday party party and would have been on the ballot just like the independent party, the Green Party is on the ballot. And he would have been on a ballot as the birthday party. But they probably was like, it's too late. You don't have this. You don't have that. And you don't have this. Now, if he would have been on that ballot, and I think he's honestly waiting for the next four years. I think he's honestly waiting. But he is not qualified. I don't want to see him four years from now running for anything. I don't want to see anybody in your family in the White House. (laughs) I'm not being like rude. Sorry to break it to you, buddy. But you are not a presidential candidate. The one we have now in office is not a presidential candidate. At least Joe Biden. I might not like everything about him. But I can at least look at him and say, you are a presidential candidate. Like you've done your time in office. You know, you've had these credentials. You've worked. Even if I don't agree with everything you've done, but you are a presidential candidate. At this point, we should have just let Mitt Romney get in office. Oh, okay. Okay. He's better than Trump. Okay. Because I was thinking about it. We literally was like, oh my God, we can't let John McCain get in office. We got to vote for Barack and all this stuff. I know one thing. If John McCain was still alive, God rest his soul, he would have been wearing a damn mask. Uh, yeah, he would have. He, he would have <laughs> worn mask. It's the small things that, like, really. Uh, yes, there's big things that Trump does that really annoy me. But honestly, it's the small things, like respecting the troops that serve for you. You know, that's or, a big thing, though. That's a big thing. No, I. I mean, I honestly think that's a small thing in the grand scheme of things because you have to be willing to acknowledge that troops are not your troops. They're the United States troops. And you can't even respect them as individuals, let alone as an entity that they are. 
So, I mean, like, you don't respect the individuals because we've seen him mock individuals. And that's such a small thing to be kind to someone who does something for you that you would never do that gives you the freedom that you are, well, you feel you're entitled to, really. But it gives you the freedom to live a lifestyle that you're very comfortable with. Like, honestly, people have died for us to sleep comfortably at night. Whether you agree with the wars that have happened, they lost their lives so that we can live in the state that we live in. Whether we're super rich or super poor, we still do at the end of the day what we want to do because we're the United States of America. But lives have been put on the line for that. And he doesn't even respect that. Like you you don't even have to have a member in the service to understand that concept. It's a basic fucking concept. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, this is my, I, I actually find the troop thing real big, but my whole thing is my number one rule. It's like, what type of president do we have that is a traitor to the American people? Literally, who's okay with hundreds of thousands of Americans getting killed by a virus that he literally could have got a hold on or troops getting killed by Russian soldiers. Yep. that is just not okay either one for you to be okay with your and then for you to literally get go to Oklahoma and get on stage and literally mouth that you told the certain states and stuff to slow the testing down like what we could have had a bigger hold on this virus had you done your job it's not a hard thing to do your job it's quite simple. And now we literally got told that you got on stage out of your own mouth. This is not a lie. You got on stage. And then literally I I saw in like a clip of another interview recently that he did. And he was like, you know, they're, they're doing all this testing and just, you know, uh, making up people who sick with coronavirus and all this stuff. No, maybe, maybe they're just getting adequate testing since you told them to slow the testing down. So now all these people are actually getting tested because we've, how many stories have you heard? We, I've literally seen people say, I have to sleep in my car to get a test. Like yeah. I literally had to sleep in my car so I could be the first one here. And then within 15 minutes, they ran out of the test. We don't have enough tests. Like we only have enough tests for 15 people for I me mean, for 15 minutes worth of testing. Like, are you kidding me? And then you, you, the whole thing is crazy because to say like, oh, the cases are going up because of the testing. Well, that's true. But the, also because people are getting sick who aren't even tested, who don't even show symptoms. So, I mean, the president like refusing to listen to, the advice of his counsel or to even read papers to acknowledge anything that's really happening in the real world and not his like crazy zone of Trump world. It's, it's having a real life effect. Like we have no clear direction on anything when it comes to this virus. Like, and it's crazy because each state, you know, has to do what they have to do, but there should at least be some type of, no, this is going to be the law going forward. You know, but you can't even get that because he's he's another Maytag. It just whatever goes in his well, whatever floats in his airhead is what happens. Yeah, and it's literally an airhead. He he's Lord Jesus. The dumbest person in the world is literally running the country that's like the most free, the most independent. I, I literally have sometimes I just have to be like when I when I read like a tweet or I read a headline, I'm just like Oh, you you really said that. Like you you really thought that was something. Like you really pushed send on that tweet. 
Like you really quoted that out of your mouth. You really said that. And you're okay. And you with didn't it. feel bad. I'm about to say you didn't feel bad about it. Like you you just like and then you have you know, Donald Trump saying, Oh, you know, you don't really need to wear a mask, do whatever makes you feel good. But then you have his wife who's like, You need to wear a mask, you need to do all this stuff. And I'm just like, Y'all not even on the same page at the house. Why would you expect that? that? No one is ever on the same page with this man. You could literally be on the same page and he will change five letters on that page. And therefore it is no longer the same page. Yeah. I mean, cause we know he's not, a, he's not on the same page with Dr. Fauci. He can't even get on the same page with his attorney general when they both were talking about, Oh, I didn't, I didn't start that when I didn't shoot them uh, protesters. Well, I didn't shoot them protesters. I didn't get a call to shoot them. Well, who, who somebody had to get a call at, at, to shoot the protesters like oh know? oh oh that protester yeah that was me i i made that call <laughs> like that they both were just sitting right there like i didn't do it it was like a hot potato hot potato hot potato it wasn't me it wasn't me but look y'all i just want to say this to finish off I, I i i listened to the nick cannon what he was saying and I honestly, I have to be honest with you. I'm trying to figure out what he said that was wrong. Because I'm, I'm, not, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm going to say this. When I look back at the history of white people, first of all, they love comparing black people to animals. You all love to say we're gorillas, we're monkeys, we're all this stuff. You literally made cartoons back in the uh like 20s 30s 40s blackface us looking like monkeys us looking like gorillas even my mom has some kind of suspicion about a planet of the apes have you ever heard about that suspicion people thinking that it's like black that they're talking about like black people like an underlying message and stuff oh um, i never heard that yeah like my mom always says like and i and i did kind of research it it's like an underlying some people think it's an underlying message with the planet of the apes i'm not sure if that is i'm not sure that's just a, my mom's opinion I'm not sure if that is. But what I'm saying is you all love to compare black people to all kinds of doggone animals. Love to compare black people to animals. They're nothing but a dog. You're a rope, you know? But then when Nick Cannon gives the facts, like rape, murder, beaten, lynching, uh, slavery, that is animalistic. You can't be a human with you cannot be a human who is have any kind of what I want. What was that word I'm thinking of? Who has any kind of moral aspect and literally think it's okay to lynch, to beat, to enslave a group of people just because of the color of their skin? I I I, I, I don't understand how you could have any moral compass. And think that's okay. I honestly, I, I don't think, I don't understand how you can have any moral confidence and think it's okay to take another man's wife because he lives on your property and you think of her as property to take her and to rape her and make her have your kid and then for you to keep that kid in the house. You know, I, I, I don't understand how you can call that anything other than animalistic. Well, of course they don't see it that way because uh how dare you say that they're doing something wrong they're never wrong like but but you're no he was right and he was on to something it's so crazy that you would say we are the ones who have the animalistic tendencies but yet you have done this to us and this is just our reaction to what you have already created 
to what you already set in motion. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. you got to take responsibility for your actions too. And and to be offended, you know, y'all thought of this way back when It, it, it was, it wasn't like someone came to you and was like, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna speak for the, the me and my black folks. We want to be enslaved. I mean, that's not that's not. I I guarantee you, that's not what the conversation was like at all. Mm-hmm. We uh, want to be called animals, and we want to be called gorillas and monkeys, and all right? And degraded for centuries to come. I mean, I'm sure that was not the conversation. So you know, yeah, take take ownership of it. Y'all did that. That was y'all. All you boo, enjoy it. You know it. It, it it baffles me how sometimes people just hate looking in the mirror. Yeah. And I get what he's saying. Melanin people have been the most in, like, most I think, because I always have to say, why do a white supremacist hate black or hate Jews people? It must be some type of jealousy, because honestly, I mean, blacks and Jews are very smart. Are, are very, you know, we, we created a lot of stuff you know so when i look at when i look at white supremacists and be like oh i hate jewish people or i hate you know uh black people i think honestly do think of it uh, as jealousy i do think it as envious i do think when i see black people uh white people with this all lives matter shit i'm like why you know and then they say well you know i like everybody but you know jews do this or the black people do this or the uh, indians do this it's like have your own mind think your own thoughts you know don't be mad and you know you're taking the mexicans taking all the jobs and all this stuff you those jobs been around forever there were jobs you didn't want anyway you just don't want them to have them that that's really what it is the thing is you think you're too good to do these jobs and they always, to me, had a certain amount of "I think I'm too goodness." But if the bills need to get paid, hmm. the bills need to get paid. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I don't fully see the. I don't really see it at all. The oh, Nick Cannon, but you see, it's really not the black people I saw canceling Nick Cannon. It was, you know. I mean, and they who, was upset. They was in their feelings, but and, and and look, the white people who didn't get mad, okay, they understood what he was saying. But the white people's getting mad. What they say, a hit dog holler. Hmm. Y'all was hollering all through, and I was looking at y'all profile pictures. A lot of y'all was looking like them. All lives matter, blue lives matter, make America great again type of people. And then you know we had our uh, cause some of y'all again we say. For the thousandth time on this program, all kin folk, all skin folk, ain't kin folk. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all try to show out for the white person so much. Some of y'all think y'all gonna get to the big house. Some of y'all think y'all gonna get all this stuff, but you're still broke and looking disgusted. Well, you know, you don't, don't even help you. Like, you try to sabotage and treat your own. Like, but what does it at the end of the day when the lights go off and you have to get in bed? What have you gained? What do you? Because look, I, I honestly want to know where is Stacey Dash? They literally cooked Fox News, all them white people who loved Stacey Dash because she was the one person that they dangled in front of be like, I have a black friend. Look what she says about, you know, Black Lives Matter. Look what she said. Literally, they kicked her. Once she like beat up her husband or whatever she got into, they literally threw her to the curb and was like, ka-chow. All those people who like started with Donald Trump and he was running for his 
presidency, all those black people, where are they? Like, what happened to them? I don't even know their names because I honestly didn't care about it, but I remember seeing them and I'm like, what happened to those people? To all those people? Because they were, once you, you dried up, once you fulfilled your services, they're like, thank you, next. Well, and they don't even check in the mail. Do not contact us. You signed a do uh what is it a non disclosure agreement? Like I honestly like where are they? Remember they tried to do that to Omarosa. And the only reason why she was like, <laughs> and I am telling you, I'm not going. She wrote that book and was like, baby, if you want to get technical, remember I didn't sign the NDA. <laughs> I can release the recordings, but that's that was probably the most no. Yes, I can honestly say that. That is probably the most uh, most proud I've ever been of Omarosa. Because I, I was never a fan. But when yeah. she was giving Trump hell, I was here for it. Yes. And was releasing like a little bit of recordings. She was like, oh, yeah, here's a receipt. Oh, yeah. Oh, you forgot your receipt in my back seat. Oh, 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 wait. Let me look in my bag. I've got another receipt. I mean, she. Uh, I was. I was very impressed. She was dishing them out. They had receipts that they didn't. Oh, she couldn't possibly. They was trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. She was popping up in meetings. They. How long have you been sitting here? <laughs> and had the recording. My whole thing is, she kept on saying they gave me the NDA and I didn't sign it right then because I did something like to be busy. She was like because I never wanted to sign the NDA. And I never, they never gave me one again. They thought I just signed it. And when they asked me, did you sign the NDA? Why would she, why would she say no? I mean, of course. Like, yes, I signed it. Yes. But you know what? Even people who like was diehard, I can't stand Omarosa, black reporters was like, one thing about Omarosa is that she might be annoying. She might be the biggest Trump supporter, but she is not a liar. And if she says she got some dirt on you, she got some dirt on you. I appreciate it. Let me tell you something. Ain't nothing like somebody coming with receipts. Because if Bianca is out of pocket, please pull up a receipt and show me. Because I, I appreciate the effort. I'm not even mad about it. I just sit there and be like, you know what? Damn, I should have saved that combo. You absolutely right. But yes, I, I love it. I receipts, it, shit, it, it is solidifying. On Let me tell you something. I will talk all the shit in the world. And I am going to bring every receipt for everything that I have. Why? Because the pettiness is strong within me. <laughs> and I'm Amorosa, she she nailed it on the head, baby. I was proud of her. I ain't what? never cared for her, but that right yeah. there, she she was invited to the cookout just for that. Well, you know what I liked about Amorosa was it because you remember Trump was like, I didn't never say the N-word. I didn't say this. Omarosa's lying. And remember when she was like, you want me to release the tape? Because I got the tape of you saying the N-word. He right. shut his mouth. If you remember, he, he didn't really address Omarosa. When she had said, baby, I got recordings of you. And he probably went to his attorney and he was like, well, I mean, you, you, she didn't sign no NDA. She, she can release whatever she wants. And I think at that point he knew. Y'all need to just, you know, let her run. Yeah, her y'all, y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all need to let this virus run its course because she just on a tangent. And you know, real quick, that that that's what really it, it gets me. I, and I was thinking about this. I don't know if it is a how men are raised, and this is just all men, just you know, race set aside. This is all men. Is it like a man thing or a woman thing? But a woman can be upset 
and she's always angry if she brings something up you know but like a man can be upset and he's just he's passionate about it but you know everybody was telling Amaro, oh she's just an angry black woman because she got time to record all this stuff but you see nobody was saying oh trump is it is, is an angry uh well at that point it would have been a racist if you drop in the n-word uh <laughs> You yep. know what I mean? But nobody was like, oh, he's an angry racist, you know, because she's got recordings to prove it. But, you know, Amarosa was the angry black woman, which people are so quick to say it. Or even if she would have been white, she's an angry woman because she had time to be that petty. No, no I think I think angry black woman holds because I think that's a thing that all people, all races. And I mean, we're going to include some of my black brothers. I hate to say it, but sometimes I've seen black brothers be like, why are you so angry? And I'm like, what? I'm not even angry. I'm literally living my life because I won't kiss your ass. I'm angry. Like I'm tired of that stigma being related to black women, because like I've said on this platform before, I have literally been in situations where I knew I couldn't express myself the way that my white counterpart could have has done had did because if i would have done it i would have been the angry black woman i would have been this and been that and been you know so you so literally we have to filter ourselves even you know to every race we have to filter ourselves sometimes because we know that oh they're gonna you know say we're the angry black woman they're gonna say this and they're gonna say that because and, and it's the truth it's the truth as black women i feel like we are not giving that mental freedom uh, to to you know ex- uh, to help with our mental health because it, being able being bottling bottling that anger that hurt inside is not good for your mental health but sometimes we have to do that because I, mean, it- I agree with you because most of the people who say I'm an angry black woman it is mostly black men now I have had plenty of white men be like you're just angry. You're always angry, but I'm not always angry, but I am going to put you in your place. You're not Mm going to talk to me any kind of way. And it's not. And as I get older, I, I genuinely am trying to be more like of a stickler about this it is not my responsibility to make you feel comfortable i keep Mm -hmm. telling y'all that and i say that and i'm honestly trying to actively live by it but it's not and that goes for a black man a white man you know hispanic that goes for anybody it's not my responsibility to make you feel comfortable in my presence it's not if you don't feel comfortable in my presence then you should not be in my presence you know what i mean like i'm not gonna dull myself down for you i'm not going to uh transform or do anything that makes me uncomfortable and a lot of times i feel like black women especially have to do that because the you know she's an angry black woman watch out there's an angry black woman coming down oh she's coming for heads you know she black watch out but why yeah and and i've literally been in because you fucked up yep i've been in places where they've been like oh here comes kim you know she's being angry angry kim you know and all this stuff watch out for and it's like i'm not being angry i want you to do your job and i want you to do it right and i and i shouldn't be labeled angry because i'm just like do your job but you know if i would have been white you would have listened to me you would have coddled me you would have you know been like oh calm down but because i'm black i think black women have this 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 that a lot of people everybody i believe had this image of black women as being strong they you know they're tough they're all this stuff they're they, you know they are the matriarch and it's like no we can be vulnerable sometimes we cannot be okay and we shouldn't be held to any type of other standards than our other counterparts exactly, exactly. So, i mean you you you're spot on and it's crazy you know like i said 
in the beginning of this. I do, I do honestly think women as a whole are not allowed to be their typical angry selves when they get angry. I feel like there's more of a stigma than a man because a man's always passionate about mm-hmm. everything he does. And he, you know, he's just speaking from the heart. But I, and I also definitely agree that when black women get upset, it is definitely always easier to be like, oh, she's an angry black woman, try to write it off or discredit her for it or try to make her feel guilty. And in reality, it's not her issue to feel guilty for it is your issue because you fucked up but you want me to hold your hand and say you did okay no 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 sir i mean even if that was bae i'm not gonna embarrass you in public but uh negro when we get in this car bae you fucked up and if you do that shit again with me in public oh hunty uh you gonna get a whole rude awakening you know i'm gonna let you slide i'm gonna have i'm gonna have your back in public yep nope that's Bay. He ain't do it. He ain't wrong. When we get in that car, nigga, you was wrong. And if you ever try that shit again, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's the way it should be. But now that doesn't mean I'm an angry black woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just yep. letting you know you fucked up. Yep. That just means you fucked up and I'm letting you know. Okay. So don't start. So, so, so look, this is a little lesson for y'all. Before you say angry black, before you say ang, before you say uh, you are a, uh, Think about it in your mind. Think about it. Honestly, think about it. Take the time to think. Because we're not angry. We're just trying to let you know to do your shit and get we're trying to get our point across. And we don't want to be we don't want to be labeled angry and feel like we can't get our point across. And now our mental health is getting fucked up because you know we can't express ourselves and we balling it all in and all this shit. No, 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 no. Come down. We are not angry. We are expressing ourselves. We are expressing ourselves. That's what everybody do. And I just want to let y'all know before we wrap it on up. I love y'all. I love y'all. We do. We appreciate all the support. Even when Kim is an angry black woman on the mic. <laughs> really? <laughs> just joking. Just a joking. I just kidding. Uh no, seriously, y'all. We appreciate it. Y'all know what to do. If you're in one of these cities that is about to be locked down, stock up. Do not hoard. I repeat, do not hoard but appropriately stock up on what you need remember there's elderly people there's people with younger Mm -hmm. kids who also need toilet paper water lysol wipes milk food alcohol i don't know if they need the alcohol but yes they might so don't hoard it but you know just just if you would do normally one week of shopping do two weeks of shopping if you can afford it you know and and maybe if it's on your heart Think about your elderly neighbor and grab, if you can grab extra, grab a little something, something for them and just be like, you know what, just because, you know, uh, but be careful out here, wear your mask and get ready just to have a little buckle down one more time. And we're going to get through this together. We pray everyone who enters into it gets out together. And Lord, if there's anyone who is sick right now, any friend, family, or anyone we know, or even the ones we don't know who are affected by it, may they too be well and heal speedy recovery and just come out of it and maybe have a little cough lord but let it all go away just let it just disappear as if they were never sick all those on ventilators and who are really in the hospitals fighting for their lives may they pull through with the miraculous recovery and may the doctors not even know what happened but just to know that they are okay and that they can now go home to their families and loved ones and that those medical bills will also disappear lord so we just ask that everybody be okay and be safe in this time y'all know what to do continue to listen to us on instagram facebook 
Twitter, Real Times with the Z at KB. If you want to continue to hit us up on our email, it's realtimeskb at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. We will be back here next week. We expect to see you guys and hear from you. Take it easy. Be blessed. Be safe. Peace. Peace.